0: Hello, 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 people. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? It's Dr. Timey, and you're welcome to the Puff Puff Show. What's going on, guys? Yeah, it's looking better now, obviously, because the lockdown is probably finally over, I'd say. So people are getting excited, be able to go out and see family and do bits and bobs. But um yeah, it is what it is right now. So we're just getting used to how we roll right now. So it's all good, it's all good. But yes, your chief chef is in the kitchen. But today, I wanna tell you a story, right? And it's a story about myself, a friend of mine, well, I'm not gonna give the real names, but a friend of mine and a scenario that happened with someone else. So there are a few characters in this story, and I just want you to follow it. But I'm gonna call this story, right? The Illusions of Boring right? Because I think sometimes people get into an illusion of collecting money, which is technically buying your future up front, but not necessarily using it the right way. And we're going to talk about what happened between myself and um, these characters. So before we start, let me play you a tune. It's a super Story. A life of strife and sorrows. It's a super story. Good food and yes, guys, it's a super story. You know what I mean? For some of you who know that tune, yeah, that took you back to memory lane, isn't it? But anyway, basically what's happened is so I went, you know, to see a mate of mine and his name is Ezekalo. do you know what I mean? I've got to say it properly, Ezekalo. So we kind of like went through the park, having a walk and just having a chat, you know, man to man, just having a normal general chat. And next thing you know, his phone kind of rang off and he was like, oh man, not you again. I was like, what's happening? And he was like, oh, his cousin, Samantha, was bothering him and calling him because she's got issues at the moment. And I'm like, what kind of issues? And he was like, oh, she's like in the UK, she's a trainee nurse, and uh, she's just got some issues with getting her uh, stay. And I was like, "You know, what do you mean like having issues? So he started talking about the storyline and he started saying, well, basically, she is married to someone, but, She is in debt at the moment, a lot of debt, and currently having issues at work, experiencing a lot of racial problems because she seems to be the only black trainee. So she was like, well, she needs the work, but unfortunately she's having issues at home and she can't move out because she's not financially able to. And he's like, what do you mean you're not financially able to if you're having issues? Obviously, I'm not going to go into that, but it was kind of like she said well i've got you know credit card bills i've just got debt and right now my salary ain't covering my outgoings and it's like i've got to borrow money so myself and is you know we started having this conversation about that problem and we, we started saying well man it's not a nice place to be in when you're in debt do you know what i mean and He basically started talking about when he fell into debt and when he felt life was basically over. And we started talking about the experiences and he started talking about, oh yeah, when I used to get letters, I used to ignore the letters about my debt and it kept building and it kept building and it kept building. And then finally, one day he said his car got repossessed. And he looked at me like, oh, maybe it's never happened to me. And I said, bro, what are you talking about? I'm sure a lot of people have experienced being in debt so much where they feel like people are, you know, bugging them to pay them back. They feel like, you know, they can't manage the whole situation. By the way, anyone who is listening to this, if you're not in the so-called diaspora, you know, anywhere out of Africa, trust me, you don't want to be thinking about red letters you know they're the worst things they cause people a lot of anxiety a lot of depression people just go into a hole i know sometimes people in africa don't really get what we're talking about sometimes with these kind of stuff but the thing is when you get into an environment where money is readily available sometimes people misuse the money that they get and use it for something else so he was basically just talking about how that really made him feel and how he watched his car being taken away from him. He said to me, that was the lowest moment in his life. And I said to him, right, bro, trust me, man, Nobody be only you, they feel this kind of thing. It was kind of good because this is the kind of stuff that men don't really talk about. And I really appreciate the fact that he was willing to open up to me for us to have that conversation, because men don't really like to talk about it. Some people, we like to the pause, we like to the show, say, man, no, we get money with a flex. But At the end of the day, we do know that everyone's got issues. To be honest, even like wealthy people go bankrupt all the time, you know. But the thing is, it's understanding what you need to do about it when it's happening. It's really understanding how you manage debt. You know, so for instance, you don't take your credit card and just spend it on shopping without planning on how you pay it back. The good thing about credit cards is they're used to kind of like, you know, um, assess your credibility if that if that makes any sense you know if you're credit worthy if you've been able to play your money on time if you've been able to you know kind of like use it for the right things when assessing a credit card if you're taking out a credit card make sure you have a plan a monthly plan make sure you budget on how you pay it back because credit cards are one of the easiest ways where you can ramp up debt and you can get into a lot of debt back in the day a lot of banks used to charge you late payment fees which were really really high interest fees which were like 30 percent just out of this world so if you don't take care a 200 pound credit card could easily become a thousand debt and not only does it become a thousand debt it becomes a thousand debt with bailiffs with threatening letters saying look We've taken this to the to lawyers. Now we're writing to you. And for writing to you, this letter is an additional £100 administrative cost. So you have to understand that if you're going to do that, then what you need to do is when you get your red letters, the most important thing is not to run away from it. Not to run away from it because it's one of those ways where you get into a hole. So yeah, so AZ kali started talking about how he felt as a man and how it really made him feel like everything had just, you know, been finished. It really hit his confidence. It it really, like, really damaged him. And I was like, bro, I'm telling you, man, it's good you're talking about it because I thought I was the only one who felt that way as a person. Yes, we've all been in it. You know, you've been in debt and you kind of feel like everything's like crashing, everything's like going down. You're like, how have you not managed things properly? But the whole problem is, when you have people that you owe money, you need to kind of like be able to communicate with them. You have to be able to go out there and say, look, i do owe this is how much i'm going to be paying every month and if anything changes it only makes sense that you actually ring them up and say can i change the payment plan because i've had a few changes i've had a few things change as opposed to ignoring and not making a payment the other thing is borrowing is good because there is a difference between good and bad debt you know bad debt is kind of like when you take money and you're flouncing, you're buying cars you're like going on holidays you're just wasting the money basically because you're gonna have to come back and you're gonna have to obviously pay it with interest by the way but good debt is when you take money you're buying properties you're investing in you know kind of like real estate or a new business you're using it to make more money you know because at the end of the day if you made more money then you're able to pay it back and have some profit or have an asset with you as opposed to it being um, something where you've used it and it's there and thinking, you know, what am I going to do? So I kind of said to him, so what's going to happen? You know, you need to obviously give your cousin some advice. He says, yeah, no, I've been giving her advice, but she's not listening. I'm like, what do you mean she's not listening? You know, what exactly do you need to do? You have to kind of like speak to her and kind of sit her down and just say to her, you need to do some financial budgeting you need to do some financial budgeting you have to look at what you have what your outgoings are what your incomings are and you need to assess who you need to pay because sometimes we do have what we call priority debt and priority debt is debt that you have for instance if you're in debt um, over like your house uh, or your rent you're in debt and rent that's a priority debt it's kind of like the thing you have to pay for first so if you have like catalogs of like because people do like catalogs of like goods so you see, you know some people have credit on like departmental stores where they buy stuff like televisions and stuff like that and pay on credit those things are not priority debt because you're not going to have a television if you have no house to live in you know so it's not really a priority the other thing is if you're taking a loan out and you've already got property be mindful that if you do take a loan out and it's a secure loan, secure loan meaning that you've taken the loan against an asset, right? If you've taken a loan out against an asset, You need to be very mindful that if you do not pay that loan back, not only would that asset be taken away from you and sold at a cheaper rate than you would have, is also the fact that you're going to be owing a lot of money that you haven't planned for. So you have to be very sensible about this because to be honest with you, myself and Kalu walking down the park, having a man-to-man chat about how we've felt managing debt It's an illusion because you get that feeling of happiness when you get new money, isn't it? But you need to be focused. You need to understand that using the money wisely is very, very key and very, very important because when you borrow money, you're basically borrowing your future so you could be borrowing your future five years down the line you could be borrowing your future 10 years up the line but the important thing is if you haven't got a plan on how you're going to pay it back or how you're going to actually you know use the money that you borrowed to make some more money you're going to find yourself in deep trouble. So it's very, very key, man. It's very easy because we all do these things. We all get very excited. We take cash. We think, oh yeah, we've got access to some funds. You know, we pay for this. Look, I'm not saying never borrow money because like I said, there's good and there's bad. But whatever you're going to do, if you're going to take money, right, you need to make sure you have a plan. And the other thing about life is things always come up. So if you never had a plan for what you wanted to use that borrowed money for, things come up. Things come up that become expenses that you start spending these cash on, you know, and to be honest with you, it's never wise for you to borrow more money to pay for more money. You know what I mean? Because that was exactly what myself and Aze Kalu started talking about. It was like, guy, you know, they go borrow money to pay another person money. Who does that? It just doesn't make sense. But when you're under pressure, when you're not thinking straight, when you're not actually being able to kind of like emotionally control yourself or control your thought process, it is the only rationale because that's the only way you think, yeah, if I actually got some money, these other guys would, you know, stay off my back. But the thing is, you've got people who are like loan sharks. They've got the money to borrow you and they probably tell you, oh, 50%. You know, so you'll pay way more money because you've only just batted the other person back to say, okay, I'm gonna pay your money so you can get off my back. And you got into another debt, you know, which is kind of like mounted up. So you need to be very careful guys, because borrowing money can be a big illusion when you start having, you know, uh, problems paying it back. It could be a very, very big illusion. So there are loads of assets out there that you can actually borrow money and use it for. You know, you've got things like service accommodation, you know, service accommodation is a new business now, which people are making a lot of money for because it's, it's short-term let you know, it's it's money you can make, you know, because people are kind of like needing let. It's almost like having a hotel bar in a house. It's a good business if you wanted to put some money into that. And property generally is just good business. So so buying property generally is the most because property always appreciates. Um, regardless of how you think about it. So the safest risk you can actually take You know, there are other things you can borrow money to buy businesses. You know, there are people out there looking to sell their businesses. They've already got systems in place. They've already got processes in place that you can actually use it for. You've got things like franchises. You know, franchises are not bad. You know, McDonald's, KFC, all these different, you know, franchises that come up, that spring up. They're businesses that you can actually buy if you wanted to actually borrow money. But again, you've got to do the math. You got to do the math and one of the things that i'm going to start sharing later on i'll let you guys know about is is how to actually budget and look at you know planning financially for the future not only that i'm going to be talking about later on how to start a business and things that you need to think about when you start a business because a lot of times people want to borrow money to start a business that they're passionate about but they haven't actually done any research on it so what happens you start the business the money ain't coming in because you haven't really planned for it. You haven't thought about marketing. You haven't thought about systems. You haven't thought about engagement with your target audience. And then suddenly you realise you started this business, you put money in, and nothing's coming back, right? Nothing's coming back. And then now you're under pressure. You've got to pay the bank. You've got to pay, you know, whoever you've taken that money off. So it's always best that you don't get into that illusion of borrowing money. Excitement because you think, oh, I'm going to pay off what I'm paying off now or I've got money now to use for something else, but not actually have a plan in place to actually pay it back. So guys, I'm telling you right now, don't get delusional. Don't let that illusion, you know, hit you. It's one of those kind of things where borrowing money can be good or can be bad. It's a superstar A super story yes guys so that is it that was my story <laughs> yeah it's not that super is it <laughs> but anyhow now you know how it's been now Dr. is always here we're always cooking we're always making it fresh the Puff Puff is always there and I hope you did get something from that but yeah until we're back next time guys so take it easy follow me on Dr. Timey Official follow us on the Puff Puff Show and until next time, the kitchen will be open. Guys, come and shop.